Scott, thisyourwellfire.com, Final Days Report, episode 162, potential safe places we're calling this. I get this question a lot. Where should I move? Where can I find other fellow Christians, King James Version Bible, born-again believers, non-501c3 churches? Folks, I'm going to show you what the Lord has actually shown me. For 10 years, I've been looking to move for a safe location, and I'm still stuck in the suburbs of Chicago. I mean, the state of Illinois had a Baphomet statue during the holiday season at the state capitol. This land is cursed. It's wicked. High taxes. So I've been praying to actually move out of here. I just put my house up for sale. Pray that I can sell my house. We had to do some work to actually put it back up on the market. And granted, I think we missed our window. And if I need to stay here, I need to stay here. So be it. No matter what, no matter where you are, I don't care if you're in the pit of hell in the most wicked place in the world. Be a light. Save souls. Don't fear what man can do to you, but fear God who can take your life and steal your soul, right? This world is just a test. I don't want you to do anything rash. Again, you need to hear from the Holy Ghost, but if the Holy Ghost is nudging you to move, these could be some places for you to consider. And we'll also talk about potentially buying a motorhome. That's one of the things I was thinking about. If I sell my home, should I just get a motorhome and cruise around and serve the Lord with this podcast? and just uh, travel and try to save souls. So before we get into the, the list on some potential safe locations, I want to cover The Economist that is owned by the Rothschilds. And the Rothschilds, supposedly it's reported, own the central banks around the world, Federal Reserve Bank, with the exception of controlling Putin's, Russia's central bank, Syria, Iran. But what's interesting with this cover, first of all, I want to bring your attention to Trump and this other man with this grid. That screams facial recognition beast technology. And again, this is the cover of the Economist magazine of 2019. So they're telling you the beast tech system is there. And this is creepy. It says Putin's pipeline. We show Putin looking at the back of a panda bear that represents China. And the panda has this smirky look. And there was some drama with pipelines on that part of Russia. But at the end of the day, the elite want to destroy Putin's capability and the way he funds himself accordingly. But I think this is also potentially just a game because the BRICS nations will win. Deagle report shows the demise of the Western nations, including the United States. And you think about the destruction, the man-made madness of our food infrastructure, all the fires and a couple gasoline processing places. They want us all poor. They need to burn it all down. I think they are poking the bear, but I, this is a 70-30 play in my personal opinion. 70% they're poking them, but 30% at the end of the day, Putin's setting up a global digital currency as well. He vaccinated his people. He's setting up 5G. Like he's playing his part for this one world government, right? He's part of the World Economic Forum, Young Leaders, BRICS Nations, BRICS Nations win. So we could be watching just a major, major uh, theater. And maybe they're fighting each other to see who the most wicked can win to bring us one world, one world government. You decide. But check that podcast out, Why the Elite Are Poking Russia. But let's continue. Look at the symbolism of the four horsemen here, circled here. It's a little tough to see, but when you blow it up, and this I found this picture online, you see the four horsemen, they're telling you what's going on. And some somebody commented, they think that this is the Statue of Liberty, this third person in, with a mask on. I thought that was interesting. Seal 1 is open. Check the podcast out. I think they'll have multiple waves of Seal 1, Seal 2, and Seal 3. This will be just a continuous program of the four horsemen until we get to World War III. Let's continue. This is totally a transhumanism agenda. You see the stork carrying the baby. and 
you can't see it here in this picture, but this has like a UPC code. So they're marking your babies, probably doing it in a poison poke, wickedness. This blew me away. This is the transhumanism agenda. There's a man here who has tattoo of DNA and the double helix here. You're marked, mark of the beast, right? Somebody said these goggles remind them of meta. It reminded me of steampunk and welding glasses. They're redoing humans into this transhumanism agenda. That again is the book that I wrote really depicts this. I'll show a picture of it later. He's holding a cell phone with a QR code. This reminds me of all the digital trackers. And by 2030, they say you'll be the cell phone with your graphene nanotech body, your biohacked body. But this is a vaccine tracker, carbon footprint tracker, probably the food tracker, all these trackers, central bank digital currency tracker, you name it, my friends. Then he's holding a baseball. This is sports idol worship. Sports has become an idol, especially here in America. And lastly, he's holding marijuana. They want you dumb. They want you benign. They want you sedated, right? I know the herb comes from God, but I, I actually looked at a medical marijuana company as a director of marketing role because I've seen minor miracles or read about minor miracles with marijuana. For example, Rick Simpson claims he actually could cure a lot of different skin cancers with hemp oil that has THC. THC, he said, kills actual cancer. And I know, for example, I've had family members that went through traditional chemotherapy and they swore marijuana actually helped them cope through it and, and live through it. And then there's a dentist in our family, a couple of them that have actually seen people with epilepsy. I think it was epilepsy where they actually smoked a joint and they stopped shaking. shaking and so the dentist could then work on their teeth without sedating them. The person was like, this is a minor miracle. Went from shaking profusely to just as though nothing was happening, maybe a little chill. So there's some good things there. But at the end of the day, this is marijuana. is like alcohol, right? You don't want to sedate your mind, my friends. And God only knows what the genetically modified takeover of marijuana is doing. Like, how jacked is this? So get off of it if you're on it, especially from a recreation standpoint. And then I thought this was wild as well. This beast with Angelie Jolie here. And so I did not write WTF here, but there's a bit of a moment of like, what is going on? And I did not know this was Angelie Jolie. I think I'm pronouncing her name correctly. And she was involved in this real satanic, dark, black magic ritual that went viral. And then she was caught making out with her brother. And so I got the sense this is a spirit of Jezebel, the beast jacking into the woman. I don't know. I might be stretching a little bit, but it just was odd. Like, what, what are they trying to tell us here with this strange creature coming over to Angelie, who actually has some occult, really weird practices in her past that are in the public record, my friends. And so let's peel back the onion. We've got man-made madness, man-made madness, MMM. We've got the four horsemen riding all by design. And again, this transhumanism agenda with the double helix are telling you what they're doing. Seal one is opened. The keys of the fourth beast kingdom that is iron, graphene, oxide, mix, and clay you. If you want this book, send me an email, scott at sjwellfire.com if you'd like to buy it, buy it on Amazon but I'll send you a copy. I think you could use this book to wake people up in your community, especially if you live in a small town. And if you don't want to use your email, there are ways you can actually create emails that don't necessarily trace back to you just to wake people up. We need to wake up the masses of the, the plan. So 
Again, I've been praying ever since I became a Christian and started to have these dreams of end of days, of where I should be. And again, I am in the suburbs of Chicago. I am not in this area and I am not freaking out. I'm not going to do anything rash. And no matter where you are, you can be saved as a remnant if you're obedient with the Lord. And if it's your time, it's your time. So be it. There'll be a promotion. So don't fret. But I get this question all the time. And the only reason why I publish this information in my book is because I've heard other witnesses talk about similar locations. And again, some of these places are 10 years old. Maybe there's been a great falling away and these places aren't blessed. So again, before you move, before you do anything, you need to make that decision between yourself, your family, and the Lord. Those are the ground rules. So the last place I had a dream when I was praying about this, and I would fast, I would really get in the word of God, where do you want me to be? And the Lord showed me, it was like boy, it was like north of Boise, Idaho. And it was this circle. And again, these are not exact. I'm just going from memory. So I traveled out here in this area during COVID. And I got to tell you, the land prices were very, very expensive. I mean, you probably need, and I don't know now, this couple of years, you know, maybe a year later, you probably need four or $500,000 to be able to afford property around here. Beautiful California money. There was an exodus of California to this area. And this might be a good place, let's say that you drive around in a motorhome, maybe to get just some land that, you know, if, if all of a sudden gas becomes too expensive or the grid's down, or it just becomes so chaotic, you can take your motorhome up here, live in your motorhome, get a wood stove, and then cultivate the land uh, during the summertime, and do some canning, that sort of thing. So it could be a good place for, for that. You know, how do we think? How do we think about finding places of refuge in an affordable, pragmatic way? Now, a big place was the Midwest here. And this pastor that I really respect had a dream that when China and Russia attack, he said they will be stopped around the Midwest. But this is what I saw in my dream. And again, if you're not in the lines here, that doesn't mean you're not protected because I'm living in Chicago. This is just what the Lord showed me. You need to ask where you need to be. But I thought that was interesting that he said that this area will be protected. When I drove all around here, like I said, I would see crosses, anti-abortion signs. I would see churches full before COVID-19 in the small towns, right? That seems to be a place to be. Early days as a Christian, I had a dream. I was trying to drive home. I grew up in Michigan from Chicago. And Lake Michigan was going through Gary, Indiana. And I couldn't go for it. And I got the sense if I went further south, I still couldn't cross over. It was some sort of event. I didn't see it go all the way down to the Gulf of Mexico. The only reason I did that, I started doing research. And I guess there's a fault line here that could split open and Lake Michigan could pour down to the Gulf of Mexico. So pray on that. I only saw it going through Gary, maybe an hour south, where I could not get to Michigan. I just couldn't cross over. I needed a bridge. And then one of the first places the Lord showed me when I was praying pretty heavily, when I actually had my son at home, where do you want me? I, I actually lived in Pittsburgh and it, it was this area south of Pittsburgh, this little, you know, across three or three states, if you will. And I drove around, especially West Virginia and Virginia and just a lot of strong Christian faith. Now, again, this was this was seven, eight, nine years ago. It was a long time ago that things might have changed. But it seemed like 
there's there was a pretty good foundation it seemed pretty affordable mountain mountainous you know big hills very beautiful country was a place that the lord had showed me and then a couple years ago i was shown northern maine so i almost pulled the trigger with land there and Amish were moving there. That's the one thing. If you can follow the Amish, I think that's very wise. But it, the knock on it, it was obviously it's going to be cold. Many suspect we're going into a mini ice age. And then I was there in the summer and the black flies were awful on a couple properties. I mean, I was just attacked. It was vicious. It was absolutely vicious. And I almost bought some land there because it was really, really cheap. And then the Lord had an arrow there pointing down to this part of Mexico, which I thought was interesting. I'm not moving to Mexico, but it, I pulled back and decided not to purchase that land in Northern Maine. Then I started doing some research and the government of Maine is very, very liberal. I can just see Christians being persecuted potentially. It was one of those things that, that just made me hit the pause button. And I've heard good and bad things about Mexico. Some People say it's one of the, the freest nations around, that it's just great. I just talked to a gentleman who's from there who moved to America. He said, it's awful. He said, the gangs are terrible. So you need to pray before you go there. I don't speak the language. I barely know English. You know, I'm a C minus writer. Even though I've traveled the world, people would always ask me how many languages I speak. I'm like, look, I barely speak English. So no, I'm not moving uh, to Mexico unless... I really hear from the Lord to do that. But maybe this is for somebody that's thinking about getting out of the country. At the end of the day, there'll come a day where you won't be able to leave this country. I never supported the wall being built because when there's a wall and the tyranny gets so bad, we'll want to get out. It'll keep us in. I don't know, that's, that's just the vibe that I've had. Now, the one good news as well, that if you're not in these locations and you're starting to fret, don't fret. Because I had this dream, California remnant of California just destroyed. And my dream was on the coastline. And the government was gone. I saw military, rubber craft. You can check the dream out. And the, the sky and the ocean were just puke brownish yellow colors. I mean, it was vivid. It was a vivid, vivid dream. And I'm walking around. I'm like, the remnant's going to have to clean up. We're going to have to clean up. So it was, it was as though I was a Christian living in California as a remnant as a Christian believer, saved through the drama. And it looked like massive chaos. So no matter where you are, the Lord can protect you if you're obedient to him, right? I'm serious. I've been stuck here in Chicago and I'm, I'm calm. I'm calm. I'd like to move, but I'm calm. Now, a couple thoughts. I was thinking about potentially if I sell my house, buying a motor home, and doing what a lot of the millennials would do, just living out of a van and traveling, doing this ministry uh, accordingly, maybe getting some odd jobs here and there to make ends meet. But the Lord showed me, he's like, look, he gave me that, that dream of gas gangs. And this was when gasoline was dirt cheap, one of the cheapest ever. I saw gas gangs. I put it out there and people are like, gas is dirt cheap. Well, not anymore. And it's going to get a lot worse when you think of what happened to Putin's pipeline. And you think about the two gas places that have caught on fire and they're trying, they're destroying it all. It's, it's, it's a global destruction to burn it all down, to bring in this Luciferian one world government, transhumanism, fourth beast system rising. Then recently I had a dream about if you're on the radar, if you're vocal, getting pulled over and harassed by Freemason cops. And at the tippy top, I've even heard this 
myself that the tippy top they worship lucifer and then early days as a christian i don't know if it had anything to do with vaccine passports but i had a dream of these characters in these massive rubbery suits that were bulletproof having roadblocks so i can just see the next pandemic of of seal one they're going to have road stops and and saying hey show us your vaccine passports are you vaccinated multiple dreams of grid downs from in and outs to long term and i lived in upstate new york it was either a hurricane or it was a winter storm i can't remember I think it, it, it was cold, so it might have been, might have been uh, a winter storm, but the, the grid was down for a long time, and I'm driving for an hour, and all the gas stations did not work. And it was this eerie feeling. I remember it's like, am I going to just not, am I going to run out of gas and just have to sleep in my car? I mean, it was creepy, a creepy feeling. So they're going to take the grid out on purpose, in and out potentially rolling blackouts what's going to happen you know where's putin going to get his revenge and again this could be all scripted because they're going after the grid now now i think there's some good news here the world economic forum i tried to find the video that video where you'll own nothing and like it these smart cities where you just rent everything i remember vividly this the narrator was saying people are living outside these cities and oh they're living off the grid they're backwards, like they're ripping on people. So I get the sense the World Economic Forum, these globalists will allow people that wanna live off the land to do that. Now, how, will they come after you? Maybe, but I just remember that as like, hey, it sounds like they're not gonna destroy it all. They will let some people live in places that they don't 100% control. Now, lastly, if the Lord's telling you to live in a motor home, I'd consider if you can afford it, get some cheap land and put in your permaculture setup. So all of a sudden, if the gas is down, if the grid's down, but maybe you've got enough to, um, to get to, to land, you can at least have crops. Because I think that'd be an awful feeling, no gas, and you're stuck where you are, and you don't have any means to, to plant a, a garden, maybe to harvest some firewood, to have a hand pump, to pump water, right? I think this could be a borderline brilliant plan to have some land and, and a motorhome that at least you could have this bug out place to... Uh, hang out, if you will. A pastor who I respect, somebody from the government said, look, Christians that don't comply, that just live off grid, we're going to come in with tanks and bulldoze your house down. So having a motorhome and some land might be a good thing. The Holy Ghost might wake you up and say, get in your car, drive away so they don't bulldoze your, uh, your motorhome. Who knows? So here's what I'm looking to do. And pray for me, please. I'm looking to sell my house in Chicago. I want to find five to 10 acres and build my permaculture setup in a small town. And from there, the Lord gave me this idea maybe five years ago. And again, I think there are going to be multiple waves of these seals. I think we're in the last generation. You know, I get the sense there's some time here. And I, but what I want to do is I want to continue to move forward and build a local coffee shop or tea house that that's more than a coffee place. It'd be a place for community to sell produce, vitamins and minerals, everything the deep state doesn't want you to have. They don't want you to have vitamins and minerals. They don't want you to be healthy. They don't want you to actually have a garden. So I want to sell seeds. I want a place to barter, a place for fellowship, face-to-face -face discussion. I'll stream good content from the truth community, good preaching, and ultimately build this local decentralized network. And, and if there's an opportunity to even have local currency, during the Great Depression, I can't remember the exact stat, but a lot of local communities built their own currency. So why can't you, right? Why can't we? 
let's do it. There might be an opportunity for me with these five to 10 acres if it um, continues to work out in a certain location, but the location with this deal is not in these areas. So if this door opens up for some property in Michigan, potentially I might do it, even though the state government, I don't care for, but it's only if the Lord gives me permission. So again, here I'm, I'm telling you the safe places the Lord has shown me, right? With this one, then all of a sudden move down here. So I got the sense after doing some research, the government might be pretty wicked and get pretty aggressive against Christians. But even so, with this map, an opportunity might have opened up for me where I'll be close to friends and family and have a support network overnight, even though it's not within this list. So you need to pray about it. You need to get in your prayer closet fast if you need to, where you need to be in these times. Now, the one thing that I've had a couple dreams about is once the abomination of desolation happens that I saw, and again, the dream, I saw the Antichrist get hit with what I think was the spirit of destiny. He was presenting in front of these old Greek pillars where that's where the Roman Empire, old Roman Empire, I think has a play. But again, I think these 10 kings are tech companies because it's a hive mind, supercomputer type of a, a system that I saw with the triangle free energy. They're going to destroy the old energy, bring out these new energy devices. And then people that ended up worshiping this image, this hologram that was the Antichrist, whose head was part of the supercomputer, were part of this controlled hive mind. I like to call them graphene heads. And they started to hunt Christians. They had they lost their free will. That's why they're not redeemable by Christ. And they started to really go after Christians. Multiple dreams on just people losing their free will, as Noah Harari has said. And what's fascinating is a couple of the dreams that I had is Christians were on the run, living in cars, living in the woods, on the go. And so you will see when this abomination of desolation happens, and it fits per scripture perfectly. So let's read. When ye therefore shall see the abomination of desolation spoken of by Daniel the prophet, stand in the holy place. And the holy place is you. You are the temple of God. Whose readeth, let him understand. Then let them which be in Judea flee into the mountains. Let him which is on the housetop not come down to take anything out of the house, neither let him which is in the field return back to take his clothes. And woe unto them that are with child and to them that give suck in those days. But pray ye that your flight be not in the winter, neither on the Sabbath day. For then shall be great tribulation such as was not since the beginning of the world to this time, no, nor ever shall be. And except those days be shortened, there should be no flesh be saved. But for the elect, elect are Christians, when you rightly divide the word of God, for the elect's sake, those days shall be shortened. And right, Matthew 24, the sun and, or after the tribulation, the sun and moon be darkened. That's when the rapture happens. And again, I used to be a mid-tribber. Now I'm a post-tribber. I think we'll be here through the wrath of God because if you really think about what happened when, when they escaped Egypt, the wrath of God was poured out and a lot of those plagues and everything else really like into the book of Revelation. They're, they're a perfect parallel. When you look at the seals, vials, and trumpets, they all end with that great and terrible day of the Lord, if you really dissect it. So they're different stories, probably different timelines. At the end of the day, the reason why I'm, I'm going here, the abomination of desolation, is we will have time until we see that where it's all going to just go down, right? It's just going to be absolutely horrendous once that happens, is the marker that I foresee. So, scott.jwellfire.com, again, take this to prayer. 
And if the Lord is nudging you to move, maybe some of these locations might be good for you. And I'll keep you updated with my move. Maybe we can build a Christian community.